Man, it's so good to be with you guys today, this first day of a new year. You've got perfect attendance. Don't screw it up, amen? Because you know God's all about checking off ledger sheets, right? And stars, gold stars by your name. And No, he's not. He's not about that. See, there's this thing called grace. And when I look at the table, I'm reminded of the incredible grace of God. Aren't you thankful for that? Because I don't know about you, but I still screw up every once in a while. Ask my family. Yeah, I don't think I'd screwed up this morning yet on my way to church, right? But uh, yeah, aren't you thankful for the grace of God? Amen. Man, it's so good to be here. Hey, listen, before, before we dive into to our sermon today, I just I see a couple of people here that I just want to call out. I see Tony Scott over here. Many of you may not know, but Tony leaves in, in just four days to go back to Afghanistan, Iraq, for a year. And so, uh, Tony, we want to remember you today and pray over you at the end of our service. Our prayer team would, would love, and maybe many of you would love to gather around Tony. Tony, just stand up so everybody can see you real quick. Can you do that? That's Tony Scott, his wife, Bonnie. Yep. I also, yeah, Tony, thank you. I also want to call, I know we got a couple of other guys. Daniel, will you stand up? Daniel, U.S. Navy is here with us today. And Bryce, Bryce, stand up. U.S. Marine Corps right here. These guys here with us today. Thank you guys. They've been home. They've been home for, for, for the break. And I know that mama's cooking has been better than what you got in the mess hall, right? (laughs) Y'all put a little weight on PT might be a struggle the next few days, right? It's all good. It's all good. Everybody else laughing because they ate way too much too. So, but thank you, men. Anybody else that's currently serving that I'm just can't see. Thank you guys so much for being here today. And It's an honor that you guys have said yes to to serve and protect our nation and others. So thank you guys. And Tony, January 15th, live streaming starts in this house. So you'll be able to watch. And that'll probably be the 16th there, right? Y'all are probably a day ahead. But uh, man, you gathered those teammates of yours and just celebrate with us and and what have you. But we're glad that you guys are, are here today. It's special. The table. Today, we've chosen to begin the new year by remembering the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the cross. We call this the Lord's Supper, uh, the Holy Eucharist, communion. And it is, it is something that we do within the body of Christ to remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sacrifice he made for us. The love and grace that was demonstrated at Calvary. It's, it's, it's both a, a solemn reminder, but it's also very life-giving, isn't it? I mean, when you stop and you pause and you think about what this table represents. And for some of you, maybe you're going back to that, that final night that Jesus spent in that upper room with his disciples. And you're remembering him after a meal walking them through this experience that we're going to participate in today. And for some of us, it can be a very solemn and dark time. But we always know that darkness doesn't last forever, does it? Because light comes, and with light, hope emerges. That might be a word for someone here today. Because right now, you might find yourself in a dark spot. Can I just encourage you with something? Hang on, because you won't stay there, because hope has come. 
You see, hope has come in a manger. We just celebrated that a few days ago. And this great hope we have is knowing that Jesus is the light of the world. And people that have been walking in darkness will see a great light. Listen, hope has come. When I think about this table and when I think about what our Savior did for us, there are three words that come to my mind this morning that that I'd like to share with you just briefly before we come and partake of the meal today. And that first word, of course, is the word love. Love. You know, when I think of the table, I think of the incredible love that Jesus demonstrated us on the cross. When I think of love, I I, I think of the great love that God the Father had for creation and in leaving heaven and coming to earth and actually coming down for us. The elements on this table, we have bread and we have wine and And those things are very symbolic in this meal that we will share today. You you, you know, bread is symbolic of the body of Christ that was broken for us. Isn't it interesting that, that some 600 years before Christ was born, the prophet Micah prophesied about one who would come. Look what it says in Micah chapter 5 verse 2. It says, but you, O Bethlehem Ephrath, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf. Some 600 years before his birth, Micah was prophesying that there would be one born in Bethlehem that would come and rule and reign. Bethlehem, a small town. It wasn't a tourist attraction. It wasn't one of those places that were on your bucket list to go visit. But yet from this small, remote village, the Savior be born. It's interesting, Bethlehem means house of bread. And from the house of bread, the bread of life was born that would pay for the sins of the people. Isn't that interesting? God knows some stuff, doesn't he? Out of all the places for Jesus to be born, he's born in the house of bread, Bethlehem. And when we look at this table and we come to it in just a few moments and partake of it, this bread symbolic of his body that would be broken for us, the juice and the wine symbolic of the shed blood of Christ. Blood is needed for for life, isn't it? It was needed, and just as Jesus was fully God, but yet fully man, he lived on this earth. He, 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 he was a man, and he lived, and he blood that, that flowed through his veins for some 33 years would be that same blood that would flow from the cross that day. This blood would be offered so that you and I could, could, could be cleansed and forgiven of, of, of all of our wrongdoings. The Bible calls that sin. And we could be forgiven. And when we taste of this wine, it's symbolic of his blood that was shed. Scripture says that without the shedding of blood, there is no payment. There is no remission of our sins. So you see, therefore, it was very fitting. Jesus had to die. He had to bleed. Why would he do this? I think it's because of that word I just said, love. Love. 
It's probably the most misunderstood word in, I believe, all of our English vocabulary. Because we just throw it out so flippantly. We say we love this and we love that. We say we love you and love. And, and we, just, we just abuse the, the depth of what that word love really is all about. But why would Jesus willingly go to the cross and die? Because he loves you. Even, even when you've not shown him love, you know that he loves you. Someone might be here this morning with us. He say, you know what? My life has been a wreck this year. <laughs> and, and I'm making some commitments. I want to get back in church. I want to get back in relationship with Christ. And, and I've not really demonstrated love. Can I just tell you something? That's okay. Because even though you've not shown love, guess what? He still loves you. Is that not awesome? Does that not mess you up like it messes me up? To think that in all those times in which I've not demonstrated love, he still loves. God is love. The reason Jesus went to the cross is because his love for you paled in comparison to the agony and the suffering that he would endure. It paled in comparison to his thought of, of him knowing that you were separated from the Father. And so he willingly went because he loved you more and the pain was worth it. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, it says, He was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Aren't you thankful for the love that Jesus has shown? He loves you. And I don't, I don't know how you feel about yourself but you're not too far gone, which is love is still not being offered to you today. Aren't you thankful for that, church? I, I think of another word. I think of this word, commitment. Commitment. That's another word I think that we struggle with in this day and age, isn't it? Because we'll make a commitment to something or someone for a brief moment of time, but maybe when things be, begin to go sideways or we become uh, uh, just, uh, uh, we're not as enthused about what our com initial commitment was or we get burnt out or we're looking for something new, we, we just kind of move on, right? That word commitment means the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or an activity, and, and I would take it a little step further to say that, 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 that we also can be committed to one another, right? We, we, we know that when you read scripture, the early church, were, 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 they were committed to one another. They met daily. They met in places like this in the temple on a weekly basis, but yet they met daily. They were committed to one another. They were so committed to one another. If you read anything about them in Acts chapter 2, they would give their possessions, sell their possessions away so that they could give to each other as they had need. That's tremendous commitment, isn't it? Commitment. I love that word commitment. You see, the cross was necessary. When I look at this table, I think of that word commitment because before Jesus came, what... what the, the, the covenant just took on a new meaning when Jesus came, didn't it? You remember before Christ came? The, 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 the people that, that lived before Christ, the, the, they were connected to God through what we know as sacrifice, right? 
We know that they would periodically go to the temple and, and through the activities of the priest and through the sacrifice of, a, 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 of an animal, oftentimes an unblemished lamb, that, that, that was symbolic of them being made right before God and them being in a covenant relationship with him. But you see, when Jesus came, oh, he did away with the old covenant and a new covenant emerged. You guys know that Jesus makes old things new, right? Aren't you thankful for that? If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things pass away, right? And when Jesus came, he, he, he did away with that old covenant of, of them coming and, and depending on another man, a priest, and depending on another animal to, to make things right between them and God. Oh no, Jesus came and he became that ultimate sacrifice. Instead of taking a, 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 an animal to, to an altar, the unblemished lamb of God went to the cross and he willingly laid down his life. Why would he do that? Because he was committed to his father's will to bring an imperfect man and a perfect God back together. Listen, Jesus is committed to you so much that he laid down his life for you. Just think about that the next 364 days. Whenever you, 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 you tend to waver from, from this moment of lifting your hands high before the Lord and, and, and saying, I'm perfect attendance, woohoo! Just think about his commitment to us and willingly laying down his life. I love that verse in Matthew chapter 26. It says, for this is my blood which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. You see, Jesus had to bleed. Blood had to flow so that this covenant that you and I have the potential to share with God through faith, through faith, oh, it makes this covenant possible. I think of that word, there's another word, I think of a word, respond. You know, when I think of the love demonstrated on the cross and when I think of the commitment that, that, that Jesus has shown to us, even when we're not committed to him, there, there's only, it just leads naturally to me to this word respond. What will I do as a result of this? What, what, what will be my response as a result of, of remembering today? This is what this time is for us to remember. What will be my response as I remember and as I gaze upon this table, what will I do in response to the love that Jesus has shown to me? What will I do in response to the commitment that God has demonstrated to us? What will I do? What will be your response? Let, let me ask you this morning, what, what will you do with Jesus? Well, what will you do with Jesus? We just sang that, that what a beautiful name it is, what a powerful name it is. We, I just, when we lift high the name of Jesus, breakthrough happens. What will you do with Jesus? How will you respond to the love that he has demonstrated to you? How will you respond to the commitment that he's shown? How will you respond? Will, will you surrender 
or, or, or will you continue just to live for self? Will you continue just to say, you know what, I've got this. I've got this. I'm just going to work harder. I'm just going to suck it up. I'm just going to surround myself with other people or things that will see me. I've got this. You don't. How's that working for you? How will you respond to the one who's come? This bread of life born from the house of bread who gave up his life because he loves you. That verse in John chapter 15 verse 13 says there's no greater love than the laid down one's life for one's friends. How will you respond to Jesus? You, you know what my prayer is for all of us this year. I, I, I'm praying Todd, I'm praying that, 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 that our relationship with Jesus would be the most important relationship that we pursue this year. That's not to negate your family. Doesn't he have a beautiful family here? You guys are awesome. I love you guys. That's not to negate that, but, but I'm telling you, when, when Todd Garino is pursuing Jesus and his relationship here is great, I'm telling you, you're going to be a better husband. You're going to be a better daddy to these beautiful girls. Hey, and wouldn't y'all want that? A daddy that's pursuing Jesus and in love with Jesus? Ooh, come on. It's the closest relationship. Guys, if there's anything that I want to pray for all of us in this room today is that that would be the number one thing we pursue this year. That relationship with our Savior. And so today we're going to come to the table. Today we're going to come and we're going to remember what Christ has done. Today we're going, to, we're, we're, we're going to look forward to the things that he has for us. When I think about what he's done, how in the world will I choose to still live for self? I choose to live for Christ. I'm going to search myself before I come to this table today. And I want to, I want to search deep down inside and say, Lord, is there anything in me that is not of you? Lord, is there anything in my life that might hinder or, or, or limit me from coming to this table completely surrender to you today? Lord, take that from me today. It's the time for us to look in ourselves, right? But remember, there's grace. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Aren't you thankful for the grace of God, the love and mercy he's shown? And so today, we want you to come to this sacred table, not because you must, but because you may. Come not to testify to your righteousness, but that you sincerely love the Lord Jesus Christ and you desire to be his true disciple. Come not because your goodness gives you the right to come, but because in your frailty and sin you stand in need of heaven's mercy and help. Come because you love the Lord a little, ah, but you want to love him more. <laughs> come because he loved you. And he gave himself for you. So church, lift up your hearts above your cares and fears. And let this bread and let this wine be a sign of God's what? Grace to you. And a pledge of your love to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Receive the love of God and consecrate your life afresh to Christian obedience and service to him to discover and do the will of God in humble faith. Today, this table is open to everyone who has called upon the name of the Lord and is saved. This table today is open to everyone who is his child, who belongs to him. This is not our table. It doesn't belong to this church or, or a certain denomination. No, this is for all Christ followers. Are you, aren't you thankful for that, that the table's open? And so today we're going to just have an extended time of music playing and we'll worship here later. But we want you to know that we've got plenty of time. You guys got to sleep late today, so we're okay on time, all right? But there's plenty of time for you to come to the table this morning and to break off a piece of bread, symbolic of the body of Christ, and to dip it either in a chalice of juice or wine, and you eat. I tear off a piece, the body that was broken for me. I tear it off, and I dip it in the juice symbolic of the blood of Christ, and I partake. Jesus said, as often as you do this, remember me. As often as you partake of this meal, remember me. And so we encourage you today to take as much time as you need to in your chair just to prepare yourself and focus. When you do choose to come to the table today, because there's so many, and, and our creative team got a little creative in the room today, Here's how we're going to ask you to come. There's a table of elements in front of each section here today. We're going to ask you to leave your section and move to the right to come to the table. You'll come to the table. You'll tear off a piece and dip it and eat it. And you'll return to your seat on the left side. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice you made for us. Thank you, Father for going all the way to the cross and willingly laying down your life so that we could have life. And Lord, as we come to the table today, we celebrate and remember you. The table is open.